welcome to Leashed Dads podcast. We are two Leashed Dads with a guest tonight. Woo-hoo! We talk about our everyday lives while chained to our responsibilities, parental and or otherwise. And tonight, like I said, we have a special guest on our show today. Desiree, welcome. Thank you for coming so much. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime where I can talk to any somebody else besides... Well, well, well I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I see. We're already throwing shade at people, and we just started. Great. All right. 30 seconds in. Got it. Yeah, Jared, you're a ghost Um, so for the rest of the episode now. <laughs> so nice. I'm kidding. No, uh, Desiree, it's very nice to have you on the show. Um, yeah. So, Jared, tell me about your week. Uh, it's been pretty busy. I was up in, well, not really up, but over to where I am in Gaze Mills, Wisconsin, which, uh, is where some of my in-laws are from and live there. So we were over there this weekend, stayed in a cabin, no internet, no phone reception. It was kind of hairy being there with the kids. It was just me and the kids because Eleanor or Cora and Natalie were sick. So it was kind of just weird having no emergency contact whatsoever with just the three of us in a cabin and being seven minutes outside of town. Closest hospital is probably 30 miles, if that, if, you know, not more. So it was a bit weird. Uh, but all in all, it was a wonderful time. Uh, all joking aside, I have not spent that quality, that much quality time with Eleanor and Antonio together. And just, you know, being in the car with them, driving and talking was, it, it really meant a lot to me. And I really need to do that more often, honestly. Uh, but the opportunities are kind of sparse. But I'll have to just make some time. Just go drive somewhere. Just hang out. But uh, Ant's project is all done. The house is all clean. I believe it's sold. So, yay, I got my free time back, finally. Uh, took Monday off to get back in the swing of things and really uh, get kind of get the house ready for fall and decorating, even though I didn't decorate. That's that's Natalie's job. Um, so, you know, just tidying up things. How about you, Justin? How was uh, your week? Damn, uh, my week feels a lot shorter than yours. Um, so I am slowly working on my... Again, my final two weeks. Not as stressful as I thought it would be. Um, other than that, I uh, had a very successful birthday and a birthday party for my eldest son, who just turned 11 on Monday. So kudos to him. Wow. Uh, I know. God. You you have Antonio, who's old. Uh, <laughs> I say that with respect. Um, but my young, my eldest is 11 years old, and he had. we went to a hotel which had like a hot tub. It was like a mini um, water park. Really? So a, yeah. So it was actually a hotel hmm. that we had kind of blocked or had blocked off for some, for a wedding for some wedding guests um, back in 2018. Um, but it had like a smaller pool with like a three way or tri basketball hoops or three basketball hoops, I guess. Um, a hot tub, a water slide, and then like a little kiddie pool. So it's like a, like, like I said, a miniature water park, which is kind of nice. I like it. Um, but the kids had a great time. Uh, actually with that being said too, it was really cool. One of the kids moms that was there, well, came and picked up her son, uh, ended up complimenting my wife and I saying, you, uh, you guys always throw like the best parties. I love that. <laughs> so it, it's kind of it's it feels good when a parent's like, yeah, you guys throw the best parties. And it's not me. It's really not. It's all Sam. She goes all out because believe it or not. And it's something I've thought about as we've all gone through it once or twice. I'm sure uh, as we get older, we probably stop caring more <laughs> about our age as we get older. Right. Um, and stop caring more about doing some of those parties maybe you just do a small little get together with your friends and just call it that or you just don't give a damn anymore <laughs> as oh god what was it i think 21 was the last time i really cared 
Anything between? Yeah, like, you said that last week. I think what <laughs> eight eighteen you care, nineteen through twenty you don't care, twenty one you care again. After that, it's over. Yeah, after that you're just like, mm. oh, and then and then twenty five, twenty six is like quarter uh, century. Well, yeah, quarter of a century, but at the same time, now it's time to get your own insurance. <laughs> you get kicked off mom and dad's insurance. At least I know I did. Oh, no. I, I When I got a full-time job, I immediately jumped on there, or I jumped on my own. No, I rode my I parents' insurance out until I had the had the opportunity, or couldn't anymore. So. I forgot. It, anyways. so freaking long. Sidetrack story. <laughs> Not a big deal. But yeah, so the, I mean, that was kind of my weekend right there. Um, not, nothing too big compared to you, I guess. Uh, Desiree. My weekend was now. very uneventful, actually. Just pretty much stayed at home. Homebody here. Went to the library on Saturday. and You a study girl? Uh, not really. My son and I went and picked out some books to read for this week. So. Oh, I like That's it. That's pretty much uh-huh. it. Yeah. I wish I could get my kids into reading more. A big library, like well, our so- floors. Our town is really small, so no, it's just a one one floor library. Oh, okay. Hey, I'll take it though. I mean, you're making sure your children or your son is reading, which is a good thing, um, and yes. having different books to read rather than maybe just one book over and over again. So, it's a it's a good call. Yeah, I'm trying to get him into it more because he needs it. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my kids already hate reading but we make them do it anyways it's uh my fifth grader he's got to do it for school it's his it's kind of like his homework in a sense read like 20 30 minutes a day um my first grader is slowly trying to get into it uh been working with him since last year i guess to read his words and whatnot so we're we're trying, and my my youngest son is actually finally taking interest. Like tonight, he wanted me to read him a Mario book, uh, so it's it's kind of cool. And he's like, I told him I would read it again, but really, actually, I was gonna have Arlo read it. But right. Arlo is down with the flu right now, sadly. Oh no! I think it's finally actually hit all our kids. It started with Allie, then Nico, or then Kane, then Nico. And then now Arlo. So it's unfortunate. Um, hopefully it doesn't hit his parents, though. Hopefully it really doesn't hit me, because with only a few days left in uh, work, wouldn't be fun. Cause I, don't, I don't remember how people are with, like, two-week notices, if you can be sick or not, or call in sick. <laughs> and then ruin it. But, yeah. So that's it's a bummer. But, yeah. What's next? What's next? I mean, uh, proud <laughs> parent moments. Hmm. Proud parent moments. I'll go first. All right. Uh, during our trip this weekend, Eleanor did a subtle brag about her daddy. Uh, I believe it was in regards to my car because she thinks it's a race car, which is hilarious. It's a freaking Ford Edge. Uh, but maybe it's just the way I drive it, which is legally, I do legal things. I don't speed. I don't. I don't do anything bad. I don't know. If uh, she thinks it's a race car, you obviously are doing something illegal. Kids. You know. They are what they... <laughs> they exaggerate. But no, I felt, I felt proud. You know, was, That's my daddy. That's my daddy's car. It's a race car. <laughs> it only goes 45 on the highway. It's so fast. Don't understand the concept yet of how fast something really is going. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have taken them to races, too, so they just see kind of like, like I said, the concept. It's like, oh, speed. <laughs> and maybe she feels it now as you're in the car together. But that's pretty cool. I, I like it. So, um, hey, no, I would have to say that at Kane's actual birthday, we went out for dinner. It's kind of like a tradition. Um, we went went to a place called Nakashima's. Uh Hibachi, steakhouse, uh, seafood. Fantabulous as always. Uh, But the kids did really well when it came to eating and behaving. Um, Which they normally do. Uh, But this was just like... I don't think we had to tell them once to really stop. 
doing what they were doing. They were just well behaved. They ate their dinner really well, and I'm speechless now. <laughs> no, it, it's all it's always a proud moment, you know, especially when you do have kids that are a little bit more active per se, and uh, you're not quite confident they're going to sit at all in the chair for at least five minutes. So, you know, when they actually do sit there and eat the food that you ordered for them or, well, they kind of wanted, like, girls are old enough now where you can ask them what they want and they'll tell you. But yeah, Or just order habitually what, they, what you always get them. <laughs> like we get chicken katsu, which is just like a side or deep, uh, deep fried chicken. Um, and they, they actually do, like the younger boys do eat it very well. And with Desiree. with you, Desiree, tell us your since you've had time now to yes, think about since it. Since I've had some time, my <laughs> okay, okay. My son decided that he wants to start working out, so that's good. He's always been kind of self confident or self conscious about being smaller. He's a smaller kid, so he decided he wants to start working out. So that was a proud moment. You know, he went out there and actually started doing push ups and crunches, and nice. it's really hard for him. Is that a, a, like an at-home thing he's doing now? Or? It is. It is. Okay. I nice. help him out I with it. You know, I show him different things that he can do. That's cool. It's part of the coaching thing, huh? Well, <laughs> Being a mom, it's, it coaching is coaching. It, and I've lost a lot of weight this past year, so. Physical coaching. That's not what we're about. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. It's not. We're more hey, mental coaching, but, you know, I can yeah. do, you know, I can help him out with all of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the wrong type of coaching that you you two met in. So, um, but it's coaching nonetheless. It's taking helping your son continue to do what he wants to do or start working on, um, and reap benefits of it too. Knowing that you've done it and still do it, right? I do. Um, so he said he sees mom do it and it's like, yeah, I can do that, and I'm gonna keep a good image too. I should start doing that too. Send me your routine. <laughs> but yeah so that you know those are that's our weekly updates there folks uh proud moments you get to hear a proud mommy moment for once as well uh first proud mommy moment since we started this segment that's that's very true yes yes i'm actually glad that we have that we have somebody else to share a proud moment so if you guys are ever feeling like it again share it we will make sure to share it as well on on our episodes, if you reach out. Well, uh, Desiree, would you like to introduce yourself? Well, my name is Desiree. I am a mother of one. I have one son of my own, and I also have a stepson of sorts. He is my boyfriend's son, but he has been living with us for the past six years, so kind of a mother of two. Um, I stay at home. And I care for them both. And, uh, yeah, that's most mostly it. I used to waitress and whatnot, but now I pretty much stay home and I'm a homemaker. Working on coaching. And Very nice. Very yes. nice. Excellent. That, and uh, so Desert and I met, uh, I might have mentioned in a couple episodes, I'm doing a coaching class. Uh, well, the class kind of disbanded into a bunch of little groups. And um, we ended up connecting through there. Uh, so we, she lives in Georgia, and I'm in Wisconsin. So uh, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever meet, meet, but uh, we're gonna start supporting each other in our coaching business as we get those up and running. I know I'm a little bit behind, but that's just again my free time is coming back to me. So try to get those going, and um, yeah. So, do you have a name yet for your coaching business? Yes, I wanted to do, um, I'm going to do Stronger Than Then because mine's the trauma healing. Mm -hmm. um, so, it's going to be like a trauma from your past. So, it's stronger than then, you know. Nice. Past, past, stronger than, yeah. I like it. You get it. It works. <laughs> well, folks, look for that. This is This is her plug. Look for that. I'll, she she we'll, can help we'll you out. We'll have it in the description too. So, yep. All right. Jared, so, since you've asked, I'm going to ask you. Do you have a name for your coaching business? 
Yes, I do. It's jarred put unlocking jarred potential, folks. Uh, YouTube channel is only two videos uh, again. No free time. Uh, but so uh, what I'm <laughs> what Excuses. I'm going to be uh, <laughs> focusing on uh, people's negativity and trying to get them out of their funks with a variety of uh, workshops and. Uh, worksheets and homework and just really dive into yourself as to why you feel you need to change your negative self if you feel that way cool i actually have to i will have to remind myself to go watch those videos uh do you have a desiree do you have a youtube no yet not Not yet yet. nope she's getting there maybe (laughs) get there if you choose to it's you know it's a choice right so Excellent. All right, Jared, let's talk about it. Desiree, you ready to talk about the meat of the second or the meat about this podcast? We can go whenever you're ready. Go ahead, Jared. Wait, back up. I did you mean what? watch my videos or her videos? Because well, you can watch hers all day, but don't watch mine. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Desiree, you have a YouTube video or channel? I'm still getting mine up, so it's okay that okay. he said don't when he did. <laughs> I just let him go with it. When he said don't, I was like. Okay, well. I, oh, that's fine. That's fine. I, no, I meant myself, I, not you. I, <laughs> I got them I mixed mean, up. Oops. I didn't mean you. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch. I'm going to I'm gonna dedicate some time to watching both channels. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm thank still you. Getting, Please do, I'm, yes. I'm still getting my videos up. I've like just started, so I'm kind of behind well, a little bit. I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll make sure to notify or put the notifications on so I can see when the videos get posted. Yeah. Or you could just subscribe. Yeah, just subscribe. <laughs> well, yes, I could do both. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, turn on the notification bell. Anyway, and- tonight, uh, kind of, we are talking about. ADHD children. Uh, uh, I believe Desiree has uh, her son uh, that has ADHD. Correct, Desiree. He does. So, what and when were the first signs of your son having uh, this? This um, is it. A, what is it classified as? A learning disability or just a disorder? I believe it's a learning disability. Yeah. Learning disability. So yeah. So when and where? What and when? Or the signs? Uh, he actually probably had the signs, like, as a toddler. Like, he was spastic. Like, he would climb all over everything. Like, I know mm-hmm. that normal toddlers do that. But he was extra. Like, everybody, like, like he was aggressive. He was, like, running out all over the place. He would break things. He, he would break everybody's priceless things. Like, nobody could control it. I couldn't control it. Nobody could. Um, but then when he finally got into pre-K, it got bad. It got so bad that the teacher oh, okay. were like, he won't sit and listen to the story time. He won't take a nap. He won't, he won't do anything. So I'd have to go up there and get him some days because it would get so bad. But that it, that yeah, would be hard. It, it was pretty hard, especially when the teachers would call me and they're like, you need to come get him right now. I'm like, Okay. But that's I that that's very interesting. I mean, personally, I don't. Hmm, do I have anybody that I know? I'm actually trying to think. I think I have uh, one of my kids' friends is has or was diagnosed with ADHD, and it is a neurodevelopment disorder. Um, I mean, I've I definitely feel differently about it though. I feel like because you see, or people get diagnosed with it a lot more. Like mm-hmm. as boys, so like your son, for example, I don't necessarily think it's always true. Probably not. But that's just me, and I've been looking up, looking it up a little bit, uh, and it there has been some articles where it does say that sometimes it is over diagnosed. Yeah, I think it is a lot. I mean, I, I tend to agree. I, I have a little bit of experience with that myself. Uh, Antonio had a little bit of a problem uh, when he was in grade school that uh, same problems. He wouldn't listen to the teacher. He'd be breaking stuff, running around in his room just in circles. Uh, and so 
and then I also got those phone calls too. You know, you need to come pick up your son. He's, you know, having a meltdown and we can't get him to do anything. Um, but he was actually never officially diagnosed with anything. Just, I think either the school system failed us at the time or, and, and the, the medical system failed us, uh, just because they wouldn't exactly say what his issue was. And there was a bunch of other stuff that, that had happened. But, uh, if I had to classify it as anything, I would say it would, would be ADHD for sure. Uh, but he thankfully kind of grew out of it. He grew out of it? Mm, a, it, it transformed more into an ADD situation where concentration is few and far between unless it's something he's super into. Uh, but hell, I have that. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I think JJ might have that sometimes. What are we talking so, about? So, uh, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. Your that, point, yeah, made, right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, with, with that being said, there there is some uh, genetics where, you know, I, I'm concerned about my girls having some sort of ADD problem because I went through that as a child. I was never super hyper per se, but I couldn't concentrate to save my life. Uh, is it, does it run in your family, Desiree? I was diagnosed ADD when I was a child, and his dad was also diagnosed ADHD when he was a child. So he he had it coming, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunate. Poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. We kind of we kind of just rolled that one on to him. Uh, I'm actually curious as to how often children actually would have it. Um or if ADHD is like a genetic kind of like, tr- like a recessive or it, dominant kind of thing. Male, male, res- male recessive, male or okay. male dominant, or I don't know. Exactly so, something like it's that. It's handed right? down by the males. Usually. Yeah. It's, it's more common in males. Yes. There are a few females that do have it. I think it's, uh, God, I know I looked it up earlier today cause I wanted to be a little more prepared, but this um, is why we don't have a genetics episode yet, folks. Because we're not, we we're not necessarily research. prepared for genetic. Yeah, we want to. Right. We're not. Well, let's more or less say we're not part of the science section where we would want to do all that. Um, we're just here to get an idea, right? Um, <laughs> so, it is certainly. I think it is definitely genetic. Um, I don't know if it would ever run in, or if somebody else can just randomly pick it up. Uh, but that's what I'd love to know, as well. If it's something people can just randomly pick up. Um, or maybe just goes unknown for so long or undiagnosed, right? Maybe I have it. I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm, I've never been to know if you did when, when you were a kid, I'm pretty sure my parents would have known too, if they were the ones really concerned and like, let's go get them tested. I've never once feel like I've been tested. I've never been on medication for it at all. So more most of the time that I have medication, it's because it's vitamins for like daily vitamins or uh, foot pain, back pain, you know, whatever maybe you know the problems of getting old. <laughs> I think it's usually pretty so, noticeable. Like people can tell when some a kid is like all the other kids are reading a book, and there's one kid that just can't is like looking over at like you know stuff on the wall, or they're looking over at something else or they're trying to get out of their seat every two minutes when everybody else is perfectly focused on their papers. That's usually the one that needs to go get a test done or something like that. See, I think, and I think that's where it's overdiagnosed. Yeah, exactly. Because they couldn't be, they, it, but let's say the paper is about, you know, uh, dinosaurs. Well, maybe the kid doesn't like dinosaurs. Maybe right. he's bored and wants to do something else. That's where I think it over gets it gets diagnosed a little bit too much because, you know, the kid just might not be interested in something like that, you know, right. or like reading. Maybe you don't like reading. So does that make you over, uh, you know, overactive? No. I, but to Desiree's point, though, right, if they're doing something else, trying to keep themselves preoccupied and maybe also being that disturbance. Um, oh, well, yeah, that. That's going to be the thing I would now grant. I don't think 
them walking, looking at a, a wall just while well, everybody's got their face down in a book or doing whatever necessarily is qualified as disturbance. But well, if like they get you, up I mean, and sharpen their pencil every two minutes yeah, distract the whole class. Well, then that's just the class's fault. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe the first time it shouldn't be much of a distraction. It's like, okay, what's this guy do, or what's this person doing, right? Sharpening their pencil, okay, back down. Then all of a sudden they, again, multiple times, like you pointed out. That maybe, um, or they're just really stressed out and they, I don't know why a kid would be so stressed out on their pencil breaking their pencil every so often if they have like a pencil they do need to sharpen <laughs> like a, a classic number two pencil like <laughs> break the lead all right time to go sharpen it's a possibility but we don't know so uh, but i think teachers would also kind of pay attention to what's going on as well um but no i mean it, it's a hard thing to just i would say to me, again, to me, it's still something that's always overdiagnosed and it's always going to be overdiagnosed just because parents or other people jump into people's business too often and be like, oh, I think your kid has ADHD. You should go get them tested. So now the parent probably has the mind. I mean, Desiree, did anybody ever tell you you should go, go have your son tested? Actually, the teachers in his pre-K told me that I had to go Go have him see the doctors because he needs oh. to be on medication in order for him to like come back to school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as the, just to get an idea here too, as, for pre-K in Georgia, is it? I said that he had to get diagnosed and medicated to go back. Is pre-K like a requirement? Because I know in Wisconsin they don't have to necessarily be in pre-K. Um, just because I have a kid in pre-K right now or 4K, which is like a pre, like pre-kindergarten, right? Um, that's really to help him get adjusted to school life and what that's going to be like in kindergarten. Did they ever, was that like a requirement in Georgia at all? I believe so. I'm trying to remember back that far. My memory is not the best. Um, okay. I believe it was. <laughs> yeah, because so what you're getting at is that they could have just, you know, asked him to kindly, you know, not be in school. Versus, you need to get your kid tested. Is that what you're getting at? Well, I yeah. guess I guess I could have okay. homeschooled him. I guess I could. Have. I guess that was an option. So it's like either homeschool or have him tested and tested before he returns. Right. Well, from the sounds of it, then Georgia makes you do the 4K because if that happened in Wisconsin, Desiree, they would have just askly kind, you know, askly asked kindly, kindly. ask for him to be removed and try again next year in kindergarten when it's mandatory. So it's very interesting. Or that was, who knows how people are with wording things. I know it's all about where we live to like a culture, uh, slightly different. Right. Um, I would say I remember all my lifetime in Georgia, which was two and a half years when I was honestly in oh, kindergarten. Live there. Um, but that was kindergarten. So I don't remember shit. <laughs> you don't remember if you <laughs> well i mean i don't remember everything i did in kindergarten in georgia i'm just but kidding Damn. i remember being chased around by girls hey i i can't i can't lie though my son my son he was he was a big handful okay he, yeah. he was he was a lot to handle i i can't blame them for thinking he he was that way so. All right. So, so with your son being diagnosed, how has it changed your view on parenting? Like from maybe the time with now is it actually is it your stepson or is it your son? My son. Okay. So from the time you've had maybe your stepson compared to your son, how has it how has it changed your view of parenting of maybe what you've seen or considered normal oh well my, my stepson's actually very calm compared to my son so i don't know I, I just see my son as he needs extra extra care like extra time he's more like more emotional um he's quicker to anger quicker to just emotional outbursts and stuff so okay 
uh, he also needs like uh, more educational care, more just more care in general. You sure. got to tell him things a hundred times more than the other child. So he just needs more, more time. Okay. Yeah. That's huge. It's always a good thing for us to know, right? So, so with that extra care, what, what extra care? I mean, what, what steps have you taken to make sure that he, uh, you know, gets a, a successful education or, or what? Well, actually recently I realized that I was lacking in that department. That's where I started to realize that I needed to kind of, um, lock down on the reading and stuff, taking him to the library, get okay. books, um, Make sure that he's going to come home and do his homework with me every day because he's the type of kid that'll be like, oh, I don't have homework. But he really does have homework. <laughs> By the nickel. <laughs> uh, so I, I, it's like I have to check his backpack now and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Not like he's not like he's I mean, sure, he's lying, but it's not <laughs> like he really means any harm by it. No, he doesn't. I get that. He just doesn't want to do it. So he wants to be a kid like every other kid. <laughs> I get it. Do your kids pull that stuff, JJ? When I had my nieces, yes. Oh, uh, well, that's a different story. Slightly. I mean, they did really well in the beginning, or at least one of them did. And then it became more like, a, oh, we're getting told to do our homework every day mm -hmm. before we do anything else and blah, blah, blah. It was kind of like a work before you play kind of situation and they just didn't like it anymore. Um, Kane actually for once had homework that he didn't finish in school that he had to do at home, um, which was very interesting, but he didn't say he didn't have it. Uh, we did put it, I wouldn't say we put it off by any means. He just did it later um, where we let him have that break, which uh, it's nice, but no, he hasn't really said I don't have any homework. Most of the time he doesn't have any homework because they get work time in class to get it done. So whatever they don't get done does come home or should come home. Yeah. I know Tonio used to do that stuff. Uh, in fact, even still in, in middle school, he just forgets to turn it in or, you know, I don't know where it is kind of thing. Mm. And then you look and it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh i don't want to be responsible and turn it in because i never did it <laughs> yeah yep it's exactly gotcha. it. i hate it so so the reading like you said the library from your beginning um does he have any other homework typically that you make him work on or that you have to work with or is it really um, just like reading that you focus on a lot it's reading, and then uh, after I realized that he was having homework sent home that he was fibbing me about, um, now I'm checking his backpack, making sure that if there's something in there that's not done, we sit down, make sure it gets done. Okay. Ta-da. Like worksheets, well, papers, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it's usually not even hard stuff, so it's like I don't know why he didn't do it before. But like y'all said, he just wanted to go play. Be good. Play his video games, whatever he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Heck, I'm still a big kid at heart, so <laughs> I'd, I'd hate to come home with homework. I feel like I have to do my kids' homework for them, but it's not true. It's I gotta. I like to supervise or be there, so if they do have questions, um, I can work with them on it, which is what I did with Kane. He's like, I've got homework, and... He's like, can you help me? I'm like, yeah, let's read the, let's look at this article. Now, granted, the article is very small. Like, each thing was maybe one or two sentences long. And the question was like, okay, what are some blah, blah, blah for this? It's like, oh, okay. And it was about the indigenous people, the natives. Um, and a very brief, kind of like, what are the three things they used wood for? <clears throat> or what it, what it, what are what are natural resources essentially? <laughs> Something like that. It's like, or 
what does it mean oh, for them to use whatever? He had to kind of define what uh, resources were, <laughs> which is like be, uh, using the natural earth basically around you or gathering things from natural so- spots, such as trees for wood uh, or b- berries for your food, things of that nature, where he was just writing down like wood, fruit (laughs) wool yes those are resources but that's not defining what a resource is which is what the real question was so comprehension is not all there yet (laughs) well in his defense he was kind of answering the question I know but the question was what are resources or what are natural resources He's providing examples. That was yeah, what I, I was trying to get yeah. across to him. Was that he's providing examples, not defining what it is. So, but yeah. So those are some things. I mean, I think we had to always work on kids that way, uh, even to make them successful. Um, so, what what are some of the biggest challenges or struggles um, that you've been dealing with? It's not like never a bad thing, but what are some of the biggest struggles with uh, with ADHD? Um, probably the like the temper that comes with it. It usually comes with a bit of anger. Like they get okay. he gets angry sometimes over things that most people don't get angry about. But I um, I get it because mm. it's like a natural response. It's like something that's just there, I guess. Or the emotions, yeah. like they get like emotional over things that just seem like they shouldn't get up, like he shouldn't get emotional about, but he does, and it's something that I gotta work with him on. Or the distraction and the the stuff with the school, it's like it's frustrating to have to deal with. But then I just have to like kind of figure something out, and figure out how to work through it instead of getting angry about it or something. Or his attention span, his attention span, or him being spazzy. It's all, it's all kind of, it's just all something you have to get used to and like, it'll work through. Okay. Yeah, I know, like you said the temper before and you said it was like quick temper, right? Like quick to anger. It it used to be a lot worse. Like he used, he used to um, like, and he used to like throw things and stuff. So he doesn't do that anymore. So it has gotten better. How long has did it take you to you know, I, I mean, did you normally like any? Did you fly off the handle at all, or get really angry and then catch yourself? Like we talked about last week on the episode about us catching ourselves before we start yelling and like taking a deep breath. Like so, looking back as you know, as you as a parent, have you caught yourself uh, trying to? alleviate your own anger at the situation that he's getting angry i actually i used to be a yeller like when i was when he was really young like i used to be a yeller i come from a family of yellers like everybody in my family yells screams you know i come from a pretty bad parent like i don't have much parental guidance to come from so me thinking yelling was a big deal was actually it wasn't i was like yelling is like a nice form of punishment in my eyes you know that's that's the least i could do so um then as i'm like trying to raise him i'm realizing yelling is probably pretty bad because he's not responding well to it at all i had to change my yelling too (laughs) learn to deal with that in a different way so instead of yelling, what did you do? I usually just walk away and try to calm down, yeah. come back to it in a little bit after I've calmed down. Even if I'm in the middle of trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do, just walk away, figure it out, come back, deal with it. Do you ever work with your boyfriend to actually uh, maybe talk and relieve some of that anger or that your pent-up frustration from the situation to see what 
you could work on together, like a co-parenting style? Or are you usually the one handling all the (laughs) reprimanding or punishments at that point for him? Yeah, I usually do it all. Most of it, yeah. Okay. I mean, he he helps um, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have... I'm trying to stop the yelling. I... I use a lot of energetic hand motions when they're just I'm at my top. So instead of instead of you know screaming, I raise my voice a little, but I I just I enunciate every word and just try to take as much time as possible <laughs> to calm down before I say anything. It's easy it's, when you get heated painful. to raise your voice. Oh yeah. yeah, well certainly it's always easy to get heated. Actually, I think it's easy to like anytime you start showing or getting more emotional about something, it's easy to raise your voice. So I mean you probably see it more when you get heated or get frustrated, right? You're gonna raise your voice a lot quicker than when you're probably super excited about something. I could be wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> We probably associate raising our voice more with anger, if anything. <laughs> so, no, I think, like you said, stepping away is always a good thing uh, to help yourself. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll definitely try it myself. Um, <laughs> in the next time I'm having to scold my children for misbehaving. <laughs> that helps me. I just literally walk away and come back when I'm pulled down. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing. So back to the genetic side of things a little bit here. I know we talked about how far back it kind of goes or things of that nature, uh, like the family. But did you ever like when you got them tested, did you test them knowing that it was genetics or is that something they may have told you afterwards? No, actually, it was kind of something I, I, I knew since I was diagnosed and his dad was diagnosed. Uh, we didn't go any further back than that. I mean, his uh, his dad doesn't really have much genetic side over there. He was adopted and he knew his biological mom. But uh, okay. And then me, I didn't really. I mean, I, we, we both knew that we both had it. So there was no point in going further back than okay. that, really. So it was, it was going to happen no matter what. It's just when did we actually go get him diagnosed for it at that point? Or when you decided to go get him diagnosed and tested for it. So, okay. And she was told to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're told to told go get him to. tested. So. Does he take medication at all? He does. He has to take it once in the morning. Is it? So once in the morning and is it like a 24 hour type of pill? I've no, mm-hmm. I've again, no experience with the pills itself. So I don't know. I um, wish he didn't have to, really. I do, but you can literally tell when he doesn't compared to when he does. Like his his grades will slip. I mean, he it's just complete difference. He won't pay attention. He won't. Right. The, the teachers can tell. I can tell. Everybody can tell. And are, are you the yeah. one? Making, are you the one handing him the pill, like the medication, then, and then making sure he does it? Okay. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to take it either. <laughs> yeah I can understand and I feel um, bad giving it to him so I'm like I know you don't want to but here take it it's like... yeah I mean it makes a difference heck I think just talk about any type of medication right that really changes how you behave it's kind of like a mask right my cousin for example he's on some antidepressants and at one point, the antidepressants he was on were making him feel like crap, you know, doing the opposite <laughs> or just like not giving you the results you're really supposed to do. Um, so he stopped taking them or had to get it changed up and get a different, like maybe a stronger dose or maybe it was too strong at one point. So he had to give him a, a weaker dose of the medication. Um, is that has that happened or? Have you ever mess- had to m- change the dosage or prescription uh, for ADHD pr- medication? Yeah, he's had to go up twice because okay. uh, it just wasn't strong enough yeah. to huh. keep him uh, focused. 
Interesting. Because it goes by, I think, weight. And as you get older and your weight increases, you need to up the dosage. Or if your body has never been used to it, I would have to say, like, taking a muscle relaxer. I've done that uh, once or twice. Um, I'm heavier than, I'm <laughs> heavier than my wife. And what are you talking about? <laughs> and your body builds, like, a... Um... A tolerance. A tolerance, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it, it really does. And that's why you start off with a small dose, too, right? Or get used to it. Uh, but at one point, I had no tolerance to muscle relaxer. Or <laughs> whatever the medication was. So I took it. And I got really drowsy really quick. <laughs> like I even yeah, had an energy drink at the guys. time. And it was half a pill. Half of a whole pill. Come on. <laughs> no tolerance. <laughs> For muscle relaxer? You druggy. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was like sore. I was like really, really sore. And then I took it and... I had an ener- like a monster energy drink at this time, and all of a sudden, the monster energy drink didn't have help, and I was passed out on the couch. So, always good to mix high amounts of caffeine with muscle relaxers. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm like, just kidding, folks. I'm being don't facetious. Don't do it. Don't. Don't. Yeah, he's being very facetious there. Don't actually do Sarcastic it. Sarcastic asshole. I know. What the hell? Why do we keep you? I love sarcasm. But anyway, um, so you said the schooling uh, is a bit of a challenge. Is he in any special programs at school? Does does the Georgia School District do that? Uh, they do for the schooling. It helps with like a testing. But um, Oh, yeah. Yep. Other than that, not really. I mean... He gets a little bit of an extra assistance on like some testing and stuff like that, but yeah, same up, same up here. There was always extra time, or you they could go. Tonio could go into another room as well and take right. it uh, with that extra time, uh, just to have a little bit more concentration. So I know well, it's good. Yeah, no, it, it is a good thing. I I've seen I've seen it happen a couple times to people, even like as they got older too. Uh, those who definitely needed like extra extra time during the test essentially um where it was like a probably a test anxiety at that point or something of that nature uh where they knew they would struggle on tests so it's like okay well to give you a fair chance you get extra time or separate and it's like okay wonder if i should have tried that (laughs) god i wish i would have had that in accounting in college shit Oh, heck, I wish I would have had that when it dealt with any type of math at that point. I felt that maybe that would have helped me out, knowing that I don't have to worry about, I mean, like, science tests I didn't care about. Uh, but maybe, like, some of the math tests, like calculus or marketing tests, accounting tests even, for that matter, having to deal with all those equations, I wish I probably would have gotten in to some sort of extra program. I'm sure that's something we could have done i just i wasn't aware about how you'd go about doing that so do you with that as well kind of like a follow-up here desiree do you have to do like a school form for that or what's like the procedure to help get him that extra like special room or not that separate room sorry not special but separate the school is actually pretty good about that they will notice that if the student is having an issue with anything like that and they'll kind of set it up and just contact the parent or they contacted me and let them know that they were going to be helping him and putting him in this like program okay to help him out and give him some extra time whatnot and i um went and talked to them and they put him on it Hmm. interesting that's i I never see i never i don't know this Uh, maybe this is a this is good stuff for me too. I like this. <laughs> I learned something new. Hey, yeah, no, you you do learn something new every day, whether it be about schooling opportunities, uh, ADHD, everything. Yeah, I think we've. I know we talked uh, talked about like overdiagnosis or being overdiagnosed. Um, so I'm not going to ask that one because we did talk about it early on here. Um. So, 
I think this is kind of like the last question here, Jared, unless you have another one. Just no, no. Oh, oh. Um, but when you took him, when you took your son to get tested, were there any educational resources that the providers gave you um, for further education or to like do some reading on your own? Or I know like you also have previous history of it. Like you said, you have ADD and his dad had ADHD as well. Um, but are there additional educational resources you get from providers when they do the testing and say, Hey, here you go. I don't think so. Not that I recall. Yeah. We didn't get any pamphlets or reading materials or anything like that. Times change. I, I, I only ask, I mean, it's part of one of those things that I do for my job now where we do send out, um, educational resources like pamphlets or, uh, kind of like some studies or papers that clingies that have reports and studies on them uh, for people that have like anaphylaxis. So we, cause I do, I do epinephrine auto injectors. So we have little pamphlets that they may even provide or like they'll show you maybe a website of, Hey, so your child has been diagnosed with ADHD. What does that mean for you as a parent or, Here's some ways to help handle it. Kind of like, That'd what are nice. some frequently asked questions even? I don't know. Or here's the medication that they're going to be on. <laughs> Here, here's what you need to know. I know they probably tell you some of the things or when you go to the, the pharmacist, they say, oh, here are some of the uh, symptoms that they can have. Yeah, here's a so. giant book of things that can up with the medication yeah you know side effects the side effects yes yes. that one that's the word the the one thing i hate the most about the side effects of the the drugs is the damn thing it's supposed to help yeah oh here's your antidepressant by the way you may feel depressed (laughs) well are you really helping me then or not (laughs) Yeah. yeah here's your antidepressant medication by the way, you're going to gain 50 pounds. And then you're going to get really Thanks. depressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to treat you for depression with an antidepressant that's going to put weight on. Because uh, you're probably depressed about your body image already. So uh, here you go. God. Yeah. I'll never forget when I was in, when I was probably in my early 20s. I went to the doctor and he was yelling at me. You know, you really need to cut back on the beer and shit and... You know, and by the way, are you feeling anxious, depressed? Here's a pill. By the way, it's going to make you gain weight. Thanks, Doc. Cut what back do you want on me to focus I... on first, jackass? Cut back on what I enjoy, but at the same time, you're still going to put weight on anyways. He's oh, retired yeah. now. <laughs> you're just usually tired? That's a problem. No, that's a problem. No, retired. So. He's retired. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure he's tired. For sure. And, you know, I always am. That's because I don't get enough sleep. What's okay. up, Rupert Grant? Where's your glasses? Okay, my hearing is going. That's never a good sign, folks. Um, huh? Shut up, Jared. All right. So, I don't know. Desiree, did you have anything else you wanted to add uh, about ADHD? What people can look out for? Or um, maybe how helpful to tips. approach certain things or whatnot? Or how to be cautious? I don't think that people need to be cautious of them. It's not like they're like going to bite anybody. But I, oh, mean... I mean, like addressing it, just like go, going up <laughs> That's to you and saying, hey. issue. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Oh, be care- be careful. Don't approach. Don't approach this kid. He's a- they have ADHD and they're going to bite your finger off. No, biter. I don't. I don't mean that. I mean like be cautious about it being because I think sometimes it can be a sensitive subject. Yeah, to parents um... or something. Is there, do you have any recommendations or tips and tricks of maybe how to approach somebody that, like the parent of, hey, I think your child has ADHD, or is it just better to be blunt? Like the teachers probably were blunt with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. And I was like, I don't doubt that he does. But I'm also the kind of person that can take that information and be like, yeah. But I mean, I don't think that like somebody having it is a bad thing. Um, I would say just, it's more the kids. I, I feel, I feel more for the, the children 
because it's like a lot of people kind of look down on them like they're like just the rambunctious little heathen children i feel like people should give them a little more grace because they can't control it you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you just give them a little more a little more comfort because i mean it's not their fault i love that I would almost just say be cognizant though if you maybe sometimes if a parent is not aware because sometimes I think that's a situation where they may not always be aware or think about it but then all of a sudden another parent comes up and says hey I noticed your kid's a little overactive well if they say that they're overactive well yeah a lot of people might take offense to that but if like if a parent says that I guess I can't understand why somebody would take offense to that, like. Oh, offense parent, people can take that... offense to anything. Yeah, because yeah. because I mean, if the somebody world we takes, live in nowadays. yeah, if they take offense to that, they'll literally take offense to anything. Exactly. So. I mean, if your kid's overactive, either they they're overactive for a reason, or they're overactive because they eat too much sugar or something. I mean, it's <laughs> up to them to decide. I mean, they can go yeah, get tested, true. or they can. Stop feeding them Mountain Dew. Cut back on those sugars and caffeines, <laughs> folks. Maybe that'll be your that'll be this. Try that first, and if it's still happening, maybe it's time to get tested. <laughs> so is soda like a really you know? Sorry to get, but great. No. Thank you for that message, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I I totally agree. And like I said earlier, it's not always that the kid has a problem. It really could be that they're just a unique individual that learns differently. That's all. But, you know, and I think when the medication really starts to help is when they aren't learning certain things they need to progress in their life, such as reading, math, and such, and so on. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that message. You know, take your time with them. They're not, they're not bad kids. They're just, they're different. Every, every kid is special in their own way. So, um, but it, so it's sugary is so is soda really that bad down by you? I know it's an off subject thing, but it just triggered something. <laughs> soda? I mean, I mean, everybody, everybody drinks soda, right? Uh, not really up here. What like it's become less about? and less of an actual thing you see people drink. Really? Well, here in Wisconsin, it's all beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. To, to be honest, I don't. I guess I don't. Um, I'm more of like a a homebody, so I don't go and like oh, hang true. out with a lot of people. And it's a really small town that I live in, so and I don't really know. I'm not from here. I'm originally from Michigan, so I don't really know oh, a lot of people from here. We're in Michigan. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Northern Michigan. Uh, the UP. Springs She's a Uber. No, uh, I'm a You're troll. A Uber? So right underneath there. No, no, I'm a troll. Oh, right wow. underneath the bridge. She's gonna eat the Billy Goat's Grove. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was so do you have? Do you have any jokes? <laughs> I didn't know they had different. We, uh, uh, oh, uh, so we do have some jokes here that I was able to find. Um, what were we talking about? Jokes, Soda, right? Ubers. Uh, Ubers, trolls. Anyways, uh, no. Um, we got we got some jokes. Uh, again, hopefully they're not so. They are a little. They are geared towards ADHD here as well. So, by any means, please don't feel offended. If you do, this is probably not the episode for you. <laughs> um, why did the biologist think his microscope has ADHD? It refuses to focus. No, <laughs> just that's, no. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what did the person with ADHD say to the person with ADHD? They don't know. They forgot. Yeah. Literally everything. Oh, yeah. ADHD. Let's go for bike rides. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, God. All right. So, what do you, you call one more? Yeah, I got one more here. What do you call a website with ADHD? A hyperlink. Oh, that doesn't yeah. quite fit, but it works, I guess. Okay, you want me to tell one more? I can tell one more. No, Hopefully I don't. Well, no, I didn't say that. 
Oh, fine. Oh, this is a, this is a good one. What happens when you leave your ADHD medication in your Ford Fiesta? It turns into a Ford Focus. Uh, that's an F joke. Oh. Yeah, that is an F joke. So, all right, folks. That's going to wrap good. it up for the Leash Dad podcast tonight. Uh, Leash Dad's ADHD troublesome. Fo- what were we talking about? Um, <laughs> but thank you, Desiree, for being an amazing guest here. Uh and answering some questions about ADHD and children and changing lives uh, for all of you again here. Uh, Desiree does have her coaching business uh, called Stronger Than Then. It will be in the description as well. She does have a YouTube channel. I will make sure or Jared will make sure to get that from her so we can get that posted or that link as well. And Jared, share your link too for your YouTube so we can get that going. Um, if you, again, listen to us on Spotify, Apple sound or Apple, Google podcast, YouTube. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, hit us up with the questions, comments. If you want to be part a guest as well, like Desiree, let us know, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to uh, bring you in and ask you some questions. We'll grill ya, grill ya, grill ya, grill ya. Or whatever you want to talk about at the time. So thank you again, guys. And thank you for enjoying this episode. Desiree, it was a pleasure. And as always, have a good night. Bye, guys.